You are listening to The Current Podcast, the official podcast of UC San Diego's IT Services Department. I'm your host, Miguel Rodriguez. Today is the Day of Hearts, Wednesday, February 14th. And of course, happy Valentine's Day to everyone listening. IT services will be very busy next week, so let's catch up on the news and updates around the department. Monday, February 19th is the President's Day holiday. Woohoo! I hope you all enjoy a day off. On Wednesday, February 21st, the next Tech Talk will take place starting at 11.30 a.m. This month, the IT services data and integration services database admin team members will each talk about the systems and tools they support, as well as answer your questions. So head on over to the current homepage to visit the upcoming section and find out more info, as well as your Zoom link. And finally, on Thursday, February 22nd, the next IT Services All Hands meeting will be held starting at 9 a.m. If you can't find your calendar invite, Visit the upcoming section of the current homepage to find the Zoom link to join. Hey, that's the same section as the last event. You could kill two birds with one stone. And with that, let's hand it over to Mark Herzberger, who sat down to chat with Veronica Garcia. Take it away, Mark. This is Mark Herzberger, Communications Manager in IT Services. Today, we're joined by Veronica Garcia, our Voice Services Manager. Veronica, welcome to the pod. How are you? Hi, Mark. Good morning. Thank you for uh, having me. I'm doing great. How about you? Pretty good. Definitely our pleasure to have you as a guest on the current podcast. We will talk in depth about your role as the voice services manager, but I wanted to start with you are involved in the UC-wide UC Women in Technology Committee. And I wanted to ask you first off, what is the purpose and mission of this committee? So the UCSD Women in Technology, the committee that's focused on creating a positive and supportive community for women in the tech field. Uh, we wanna connect with uh, each other and support each other's pro professional growth, and then um, make the tech environment at University of California more inclusive. We work on projects across the university to achieve the goals, uh, collaborating with women in technology uh, committees and form partnerships with other leadership groups, and our commitment to building a strong community facilitating connections and advocating for inclusive environment that helps women succeed in technology throughout the University of California system. Okay. And you, you touched on this a little, but if we go a little deeper, what, what are some of the, the problems or issues that, that you're taking on uh, as part of this committee? Currently, uh, the focus hasn't been um, around problems, but more so towards promoting the celebration of Women's History Month coming up. Okay. And uh, the celebration of the Women in Tech speaker series that's going to be held in March. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about that. Uh, it's called Celebrating Women in Tech Speaker Series. A uh, couple of presentations coming up in March. What more can you tell us about those and why should people tune into those? Well, we have two amazing speakers that will be Dr. Brandy Nonecki from UC Berkeley on March 4th and Dr. Lauren Klein from Emory University on March 7th. 
So we're really hoping that people will uh, register and tune in. And these speakers are amazing motivators. And it was, it's just going to be a really great conversation that they'll be having and a way to really pull women together and motivate them. So it's really, really a great speaker series that, that's going to be held in honor of the Women's History Month, which is uh, March 8th for um, International Women's Day. I'm sorry, for it is March 8th. Yeah, that sounds good. And it looks like the Women in Tech uh, Committee at UC has uh, two or three, you know, women from each campus, you know, representing that campus. So how did you uh, come to be involved as one of our UC San Diego representatives? Well, uh, one of the founders, Jessica Hilt, um, who I've known for some time, had approached me and asked me if I'd be interested in joining. Um, she thought I'd be a great fit and, you know, um, told me a little bit more about their mission and their committee coming up uh, with a community, you know, for, of women in tech. And she just made it sound really great. I was very interested. I was a little hesitant because she followed up with saying that she'd be transitioning out as I would be going in. Mm -hmm. So, um, so I wasn't really sure, but the more she spoke about it, the more I felt very interested and uh, thought what a, what a fortunate thing for me that she's wanting to nominate me for that uh, seat. And thankfully the committee welcomed me right in. And what are some of the main things that you do in your role as our UCSD uh, person? Uh, right now, I just attend the monthly meetings and I actively engage in conversations to support the mission, volunteer for opportunities that um, I, wherever I can. But I have been away from work for an extended period last year. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't really able to participate as much as I would have liked to. But this year, um, I am looking forward to getting my feet wet and just being a much more active uh, con contributor. And if other people at UC San Diego want to get involved and support the committee, or even just to support women in tech in general, what are some things they can do? Oh, that's such a great question. Thank you for asking. Uh, we would absolutely love and welcome any support or participation from any person who identifies as a woman that is interested in joining or contributing to our mission. The easiest way, I believe, is to search women in tech on Blink. And once you're on that landing page, there's tons of resources, but you can always reach out to UCSD uh, WIT members, Alyssa, RC, or myself for more information. And um, you can also join conversations on the Slack channel, which is uh, hashtag women in tech uh, or follow the UC WIT LinkedIn page and um, keep up with the news spotlights and more topics related to women in tech across the UC system or just engage with other women in tech. That all sounds very good, very promising. Uh, let's transition to your role here at UC San Diego a little bit. Um, how long have you worked at UC San Diego and uh, what's your current role again? Okay, so I I am the voice service manager uh, currently within ITS. My role oversees a team of highly skilled technical professionals that are responsible for telecom operations, customer service, and directory services. 
I also serve uh, as the service offering manager for voice and telecommunication services. Um, that encompasses various technologies such as telephony, including the analog and digital instruments, uh, voice over IP, soft phones, voicemail, unified communications, and call centers. My responsibilities encompass the strategic management and of voice and telco services with a keen focus on customer satisfaction, uh, team supervision, and effective collaboration with internal and external partners to enhance our telephony, telephony systems. Been in the position for the last three to four years, but I've been with the Department of Telecom at UCSD for 27 years uh, come uh, this Wednesday, February 14th, which is Valentine's Day. So I'll be here 27 years then. And um, it's it's been many, many different roles within the same department. Um, I started when it was ACT and now it is uh, ITS. Yep. Congratulations on the anniversary. If all goes well, this episode is going to come out on Valentine's Day, February 14th. How did you get into this field of voice services and telecom? Well, let's see. Uh, I first started because I, I had been a receptionist at a Sperry Marine in National City and doing just a lot of data entry and speaking to their customers. Uh, my mom was actually working at the renal kidney transplant office at UCSD in Hillcrest. And um, she would just continuously nag me and tell me, you know, you need to get uh, your foot in the door at UCSD, like you can move around, you just need to get a job there and it, it'd be great for you. And so, you know, I started faxing, you know, my applications over to any positions that were open and I landed one at the telecom office in Hillcrest as a phone operator. So uh, I started there. I think I I worked there for about a year and I liked it, but it was it was a, a lot of just being on the phone. Uh, and so I, I really didn't think I would be there that long, but a job came up at the campus, which was the same, it was a lateral move, but I loved the fact that they were only open Monday through Friday and I didn't have to work on the weekends. So I transferred out over there and did, um, that job for about maybe six months. And uh, it was a really huge change because I went from answering three to 400 calls a day at the medical center as an operator to maybe 40, 50 per day at the uh, campus. And so uh, I, just, I just felt very, um, I guess, bored because it was such a different pace. Mm -hmm. And so I started looking to see if there was a, you know, what else was there at, you know, UCSD that I could move to. And my then boss uh, was Don McLaughlin. And, um, you know, he, he walked in on me once and, and saw me scrolling. And uh, he, he called me into his office and he's like, hey kid, you know, what's going on? I see you looking for a job, you know, do you not like it here? Or did something happen? He was just very concerned. and. And I told him, no, you know, the job is fine and everything, but I'm just so used to the, the faster pace that 
um, I'm just, I, I want to do something else, you know, and, and uh, I asked him if there was any other things that I could possibly do, you know, uh, in between calls. And so he gave me a box full of customer service requests that were sheets of papers. And it was like a backlog of information that needed to be put into their database. And so he said, you know, this has been sitting here, you know, for a while now. Uh, do you want to put this in? I sure. And so I started doing that. By the end of the week, I gave him the box back and he was blown away that I had already finished it. And then uh, I kept asking him, you know, more questions about what they did, like what he did and what what the department, you know, was doing. And um, he would talk to me more and more about telecom and draw pictures on his whiteboard and show me how, you know, things were happening with the phone services, how in one building there was connections to a node room and how the INR technicians would go, come out and, you know, pull jumpers and move them and, and to be able to provide dial tone for different locations within a building. So I found that so intriguing. And after about maybe two, three months had passed, a position opened up that he told me about. And that position was an administrative assistant over um, within telecom, but a different area for customer service. And so uh, at that time, it was Kathy Jones, who was the manager there. I interviewed for that position and got that position after about maybe six months. I asked if I could be uh, reviewed for maybe uh, leveling up into a analyst position like my colleagues. And uh, I was able to promote because I was able to take all the information in and apply it. And I was doing a, a good job that they, um, they gave me that promotion. So I was really happy about that. And from there, I started working with the INR technicians. I would ask Inez Hicks, who um, manages or managed that team at the time, and if I could go out on, on like a kind of tour with her techs to see the campus and see what they did and, you know, just try to understand more how, more about how they brought dial tone to, um, you know, the campus and, and the data installations or connections. And so I got to do a lot of field trips with them. And uh, later I transitioned into a team lead role. Then later after that, a supervisor role. And uh, it just continued to be a, a satisfaction for me to be able to learn and grow. And I had such great support from our leadership teams that you know, they, they always, you know, left doors open and it was just, you know, a matter of me, you know, knocking and, and come and saying, Hey, can I, can I learn more about this? Or, uh, can I, can I take a class for this, uh, just to learn more about it? And they always, you know, encouraged me and, and said, yes, you know, go, go for it. And so I continuously did that throughout these years. And, that's how I landed this role. I mean, I, I eventually got into the position I'm in now because of so many opportunities to learn and grow my knowledge um, of this business. And 
I'm absolutely grateful and so happy to to uh, be so fortunate that I'm in the position that I'm in now. Yeah, that's amazing that you had so many coaches and mentors uh, along the way. And I want to go back to something you said at the beginning. So just to clarify, did you say like that very first position you were faxing in your application or resume? Yes. Yes. So faxing. And I can't tell you how many times a day I faxed my application over to human resources. And I, I think the only reason I even got in was because they probably were inundated with so many of them that I was sending over. And, you know, it was, it was way back in the day when, yeah, vaccine was the way to apply. That's uh, yeah. Some of our younger listeners, they're going to have to press pause and go Google. Google go Google. What is, is fax? Yeah. <laughs> F-A-X or facsimile. Go, go Google it. Our student yeah. listeners. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And, and, you know, going through, you know, we passed the time of dial up, you know, and mm-hmm. it's technology has just advanced so much. And I think that's, that's the one thing is I get bored easily and I have a need for being busy. And that's all this has, this, these jobs have been is, is very rewarding because mm-hmm. it's a very fast paced in every, in every position along the way has been that way. It's it's a lot of information. It's a lot of things to learn and it never stops. It continuously changes because of technology. It just continues to grow. And so you have to be growing with it. And uh, I find that fascinating. Um, The people at UCSD fascinate me because they're so smart and so creative and, and, and they're so supportive, you know, of others to be creative and to grow. So uh, I've had just an amazing, amazing time here at, you know, UCSD 27 years is a long time, you know, Mm -hmm. that's, this is, you know, and it's funny, kind of ironic that it's on Valentine's Day that I'll be 27 years. It's the longest relationship that I've ever been in. And, um, you know, and commitment and I've, (laughs) it's just been the best and most rewarding relationship I've ever had. I've, met so many great people and um i i i would i wouldn't change anything I, i'm just very very grateful for the opportunities that i've had here at ucst and i can't say enough about all the people who helped me along the way to learn you know from finance you know alex mm-hmm. alex and uh, kibble koshi was uh, really great to work with uh, she helped me learn a lot um so did cheryl burrack you know uh Eddie Martin, Joy Gakuya from the client team. And, um, you know, so I, I, I was always surrounded by so many people. I had the help desk, you know, the ACT help desk. Um, Mallory was a student at that time when I first started. And, um, you know, I met so many people a- along the way and that just shared information. It's so collaborative, always looking to see how we can improve and you know, make sure that customers were receiving the type of services that they expected uh, and, and that we would deliver on these services and um, being able to go out and meet customers and talk to customers about, you know, their issues or their desires and, uh, and be able to fulfill that. It's just very rewarding, you know, along the way. And it's always been that it's just about making sure our customers are happy and, 
we have such great teams that we do uh, have that reputation, you know, that customers are extremely happy with ITS and that makes me feel great to be part of mm-hmm. that department. And I know you've taken advantage of some of the training programs offered by the department. Uh, how have those helped you out along the way? Oh, wow. Yes. Uh, during my tenure at UCSD, I found that attending ev- events like uh, Campus Lisa, UC Tech Conferences, and those that are hosted by Mitel, which is our phone system vendor, those have just further enriched my knowledge and professional connections. Um, I feel that um, I've consistently volunteered every year for various department events, ranging from holiday parties to larger scale gatherings like Process Palooza. Um, I was fortunate that uh, I got to meet Mojgan and Lynn Underwood when they were starting um, the planning stages of Process Palooza, and they let me in on that. And so I was able to start um, getting to know them and uh, more about uh, the continuous improvements and um, I was able to engage in the on-site volunteer work for them too. And that again, provided significant networking opportunities. Uh, With their encouragement, I got to take the Lean Six Sigma Green Belt course. And I'm proud to say that I earned my certificate. Uh, I was given the opportunity to showcase that cost and time-saving project at Process Palooza 2018, I believe. And uh, that was a project that I worked on with uh, Justin Clow. It was a really rewarding accomplishment that contributed to maintaining a continuous improvement mindset for my professional and personal life. So I strongly recommend pursuing that Greenbelt certification to all ITS staff while the learning opportunity is still provided by leadership. Mm -hmm. And I know it's one you'll never forget or regret. Another highlight, I guess, would say I would totally, well, I would totally say is that my acceptance into the leadership learning program cohort two, I think it was 2018, 2019 class is where uh, I had such a enriching and learning learning experience there. The mentors, uh, Brian DeMille and Joe Salwich were incredibly supportive. They offered valuable insights on effective leadership. And I'm just sincerely grateful for the countless opportunities my department has provided and they are just everything to me because I recognize their pivotal role in my personal and professional success and growth. And good timing. I think I just saw an email this week that they're starting uh, applications for the next LLP. So if people have questions or if they're on the fence, can they uh, contact you? Absolutely. Please contact me and I will tell you all you need to know. It's it's a great opportunity and I really hope that you take advantage of it. And we can uh, close it up with this. Um, What are some of the things you enjoy doing outside of work? Uh, Outside of work, um, I've become more of a homebody, but what I really, really love to do is is going out hiking, uh, trail walking, bike riding. I like those things and um, my kids love that. So any opportunities that we get, that's something that we enjoy doing. I also love hanging out with my friends and family, mm-hmm. uh, but mostly I'm just with my kids, you know, and and doing things with them, whatever they want to do, go movies, you know, playing uh, miniature golf or, you know, heading out just to the beach or, okay. you know, when weather permits, those types of things, more outdoorsy stuff is yeah. what I love. How old are your kids? 
I have a 12 year old son and two daughters. Uh, one is 14 and the other is 16. How are you navigating and going to navigate these peak teenage years with, with all three of them? You know, it's been chaotic since, uh, since the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot to juggle. And uh, all I can do is, you know, do my best mm-hmm. um, and uh, try to just remember their little people, you know, mm-hmm. that I brought into this world and they count on me. Uh, to be, you know, be the best mom I can be. So uh, it's from the toddler years to now, you know, it's, it's not stopped. It's, it's a constant uh, and consistent world of busyness, you know, mm-hmm. and I kind of love that. So, yeah. uh, you know, I, I, I think I do. Okay. They're great kids and very uh, respectful. They are very studious and uh, I'm very proud of them. So yeah, I, I, I enjoy my time with my kiddos. Well, Veronica, sounds like you have a, a great story here at UC San Diego. Uh, um, you know, lots to be proud of on that front and then with the family as well. And we really appreciate you joining us here on the current podcast. Oh, thank you. And thanks for having me. I appreciate it, Mark. Thank you. I sure hope you're enjoying this podcast. Remember to let your fellow IT services staff members know that this podcast exists. Get everyone to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you can get your podcasts. This podcast is a collaborative effort, and we want to hear from you. If you have any ideas for podcasts or topics, send them to me at its-podcast at ucsd.edu. That's it for today. Keep an ear out for the next episode of The Current Daily.